hobby, collectors, friends, everybody. Bry Prest, who just subscribed at Tier 1, subscribed for five months. Ted Dastic Jr., who just subscribed at Tier 1 for 18 months on our Twitch stream and YouTube. Hello, YouTube. Hello, James. James, you got Oops. a haircut. I got a haircut, and I turned on my mic, so you can hear me now. And you, uh, Let you me know in the chat now. if you're hearing double audio. I'm watching Twitch. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Go GTS Live. I'm your host this evening, Ivan Lovgren, along with producer and co-host James Gale. Hi, everybody. Uh, our, our good friend Rob Bertrand had some family stuff tonight, and uh, but since we had so much stuff from the Tops Industry Conference, we said the show must go on, yep. and we are still going to go on, along with some incredible giveaways. Uh, but first off, James, you're not too far away from me. The weather's turning to rain, it looks like. How yeah. are you doing this evening? I'm doing okay. I got a walk-in before. It was it got cold, but it was windy. But uh, Dog and I, we got out there and uh, beat the rain, which should be coming at night. I see it's getting a little dark, but I don't like yep. it. I've enjoyed this past week. It's been beautiful, 80 degrees. What was the temperature? What was the weather like in Arizona? It was beautiful. Um, it actually got a, just above 80 degrees. Um, and the nights the nights felt nicer, too. The nights there were warmer than the nights here. Like, people don't realize that sometimes in L.A. It cools down. three weeks. Yeah, it gets cold at night. Actually, in the summer, too. Like, I actually prefer Miami because the summer has warm nights, whereas here you need a jacket at night in the summertime, you know? I don't mind putting on the jacket. I don't like the humidity of Miami, so give me this over Miami. Uh, I'll stay indoors during the day and then go party all night at night uh, in you Miami. Will. Anyways, enough about us and our weather takes. You're here for cards. You're here for card news. Um, and we've got so much fun news from the Tops Industry Conference. First off, if you have not yet, how many viewers? Do, wow, we've got a lot of viewers already for five minutes into the show it's make sure up. you 75 76 love it yeah and that's that's not counting youtube yeah. um go Sorry, to twitter.com slash go gts live and check out our pinned tweet it's not the poll question which is strange for those of you regulars what? you know usually the poll question is pinned yeah what happened but well i wanted to make sure the actual tweet for Winning the Fernando Tatis Jr. numbered to four. I thought you said it was to five when we were talking earlier. It's to four. Uh, it's four of five. Sorry. Oh, okay. Four of five. Where's my Where's my camera? There it is. Um, yeah. So if you want a chance at winning that, you have to enter by retweeting that tweet. And the you have to be tweet. following us. The pinned tweet. And you have to be following us on Twitter. We've got a second tweet up for our other goodies, which include a Billy D. Williams Lando Calrissian autograph number to 15. Love it. It's not on that tweet, but we're still giving it away. An Edgar Martinez on-card autograph on the 1987 design. Sharp. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. And a top prospect, Mariners Julio Rodriguez also on card, also on that 1987 design, but again with industry conference special language. Real so we're nice. going to be giving away those four hits, three of them from one tweet, one of them from that older tweet. 
So make sure that you retweet those. And then in order to win, you have to hear your name called and claim your prize at the end of the show. So don't go anywhere. You have to be watching the entire show in order to win or else it goes back and we'll give it away next week to somebody else. Those are the rules here on GoGTS Live. Is that too much to ask, James? Not at all. Stick around. I'm moving around. I keep, I'm trying to crop you so your head doesn't get cut off. Sorry. I don't want to give you a haircut. Uh, we just got a first-time chat from viewer Panther Rob on Twitch. I like that Twitch does that. Does YouTube yeah, do that? I David like that May too. is in the YouTube. Hey, David May. I know you from Twitter. Haugen's Collectibles asserting, yeah, desert gets really cold at night here in SoCal. Sorry, James, I'm getting distracted because normally I have Rob driving me in the right. show. Huh. And but I totally forgot us. the other thing, which is the poll. Let's go to it. Here we go. You want All me right. to read it? I've got it yeah. up. Go ahead and uh, read this it This is the GTS, Go GTS Live Q of the Week poll. Which newly announced Tops product sounds most exciting? Bowman University? Football and basketball? Uh, is, it, is it a hybrid or are there two separates? I'm sorry. There's I'm actually two separates. Okay. So I thought I that thought. one would run away with it. Yeah. Uh, cosmic or basketball. Cosmic Chrome Baseballs, number two. Tops Chrome Tennis, number three. Ooh. And Bowman uh, U21 Soccer. Is that a United States product or... Uh, Un under 21. Under 21, yeah. yeah. But, but, so what is it, U.S. or... European? No, it's... Any, it's any actually, soccer player under 21 gets in? It's actually called the, uh, the, champion, the under 21 championship. And okay. so there's a group of academies that fall into that. Um, internationally. All internationally, okay. Yeah. Um, I think primarily England. Okay. But I'm not 100% certain. Yeah, so these were all newly announced Tops products at the industry conference. And there was a lot of other ones. Again, so the GoGTS Live timeline Monday and Tuesday covers a lot of that. Cosmic Chrome is a new configuration that's supposed to have a whole bunch of really cool designs, and that is clearly leading 38%. James, how did you vote? I voted for uh, Chrome Tennis because I, I'm not the biggest ten tennis collector, but I do follow it, and I will pick up uh, players that I like, and so I voted for Topps Chrome Tennis. Yep. Uh, I voted the same. Mainly because there's two big tennis names. Uh, um, uh, what are their tennis. names? Layla Fernandez and Coco Goff. Um, Coco Goff and I don't know if Layla Fernandez. Oh was no! Incident, yeah, the other Emma, the, uh, Emma Raducanu. Rada, Raducanu. Who she yeah. did, he she faced Layla Fernandez in the U.S. Open final last year. Yeah. Mixed them so, up. Mixed them up. <laughs> well, but who's to say Layla Fernandez won't also be in it? That's a good. That's a good point. Yeah. Maybe it was missed since she's just not quite as young, right? Yeah. So I actually I went with tennis too because I've loved that sport having a small renaissance with collectors the last couple of years. Um, but Bowman, so Bowman University football and basketball are both um, nil products, which means they're made under the name image likeness NCAA rules yep. um, and amateur athlete rules. So they will not be necessarily the university on the card, but it will be players such as Spencer Rattler. Um, I know Shaden Sharp, Chet Holmgren, some of those guys we've seen in Bowman From next already. Twin Cities, Chet Holmgren. Really? Yeah. Big man. So, yeah. Tall and lanky, though. He's a real skinny guy. Yeah. But, Seven, um... Four. So, 
Do you think that Trevor Lawrence product that they put out was a little bit of a proof of concept of what they can do with an NIL? I know he was. they made that after he was drafted, right? So he didn't have to worry about any of that, but... Yeah, they made it after he was drafted, and I believe before Nil actually passed. Oh, okay. So I wouldn't necessarily say that, especially because... No. Yeah, good point. That was a bit more, for me, it seemed like an offshoot of the... Um, other on-demand sets they've done, the curated sets. Uh, they do a lot of them in soccer, actually. Sure. Okay. Um, they've done Bryce Harper curated, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. curated. They just released an Aaron Judge curated. So I think it was kind of along those lines as well as trying to capitalize on him being in Allen and Ginter. That makes sense, yeah. Um, so this is a new thing. This is a – did they show mock-ups? So they didn't, but they didn't. did say okay. that they will get the Bowman first designation. Oh, all right. So I'm not sure how that impacts collectors going forward. And keep in mind, one thing that was hinted at a few times throughout the conference, and we'll jump into more on the conference here in just a minute and what was shared. Uh, one thing that was hinted at a lot was continuity. So remember, football is shifting to fanatics likely tops through fanatics in the near future so whether there become a continuity aspect of basketball first bowman football first bowman all the way up through their rookie card when they enter the league but um, they but fanatics does not hold an ncaa license no so they'll the, none of the products will have any sort of ncaa uh, logos or anything like that not not any of the currently announced products, no. Now, will Panini, using NIL, be able to put a Spencer Rattler, what team does he play for, Oklahoma again? Will they be able to put him on an Oklahoma, in an Oklahoma jersey with an autograph? So there's, there's two answers to that question. Um, they're both, I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> but really, there's, there's kind of two questions being asked there. The first is, does the university license supersede any individual license That's which is up. an answer i don't know mm -hmm. like if i play for that university am i not allowed to say no to those products and then second is is the nil license an exclusive because keep in mind spencer rattler is the example you used well actually yeah. Correction, he won't be in an Oklahoma uniform. I can promise you that. Oh, that's did he transfer to? That's right. Because <laughs> yeah. he's with South Carolina. He was in, I actually caught that before we the chat. Hold the card. That in the chat. He's a Gamecock. Yeah. Go Cox. Thank yep. you, Panther Rob. Um, but that was up here too. One yeah. thing I know about college football this year is that Spencer Rattler is at South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina. Um, well, now I do too. But the other part of it is, is if you've noticed that Spencer Rattler's been in products from Wildcard and Onyx and Leaf, um, remember when a player Eight? signs with a company, they have to say it's an exclusive signing. Mm -hmm. So I've seen a lot of the nil contracts, or at least I haven't seen the contracts, but I've seen the outputs. Doesn't seem like a lot of them are exclusive athletes with just one company four signatures i see so circling back to tops and our yeah. hole let me bring it up again on the screen i've noticed it been it's been moving back and forth today bowman u21 was in all oh, now it's i feel like tops chrome tennis just jumped ahead again those no, two are, no they were both at 18 cosmic chrome at jumped three percent since cosmic we started this chat so. jumped three percent so 
So yeah, so we'll have more on that. And there's a lot of other products that Tops announced that we shared details with on the GoGTS Live Twitter. Um, so we don't have time to cover yes. them all here. I mean, Tops spent an hour covering them in their presentation. Um, one other quick one I want to just mention is a super high-end $20,000 plus Tops Stadium Club members only Derek mm. Jeter. Wow. Which is going to come in a Yankee Stadium box. It is an homage to the old Jack Murphy Stadium box that had the Derek Jeter Stadium Club uh, exclusive back, yeah. in, okay. back okay. in the day. Yeah, um, that's fun. And we'll have things like a ticket to an event and exclusive autographs and super, super limited. So it's like we'll be excited. Yeah. Kind of like Transcendent, but a little twist on it, going stadium club, doing yeah. some special packaging. And we'll see what the actual total checklist looks like. Now, but when they say on members only, the that's you don't have to be, what, a Montgomery Club member. It'll be, I assume, solicited and, like, I don't know, GTS will make a post about it. and Yeah, I'm sure. Rob, uh, will, Rob remember, will get the solicitation. And, members only yeah, was a, okay. a stamp on stadium club going back all the way to the first years of it. So Yes. Okay. Okay. That's so, right. Yeah. Well, great. But, that sounds neat. When it, do, do they uh, have a release date for that? Sometime no. this year? No. TBD. We didn't. We didn't get any release dates on anything. Or if we did, I didn't pay attention to them because of my own personal beliefs that uh, <laughs> it's going to change. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that said, we are going to share more details from the Tops conference with you. Uh, but first, there was no recording allowed in the uh, in the presentations. But we did get this video from Tops that they shared uh, during their marketing presentation to talk about what they did in 2021. And I'll tell you why what they're showing here matters in 2022 after we come back from this. Welcome to the 2021 Top Series 1 Rip Party. Oh, there it is. Your answer is the first card is Chris Davis of the Orioles. This is what it's all about. You know, being able to reminisce, look at cards. Check it out. Jim Cott. Oh, my gosh. A colleague here at MLB Network. That's a, I'm, I am going to keep that. This is exciting. You know, this is, this is, this is great. It I'm is. I'm like a little kid right now. 70 years. Let's go, Tops. That's right. 70 <laughs> years. My name is New York Nico. I'm here with Tops, and this is Project 70, Meet the Artist. Boom. That's what I always have said about myself. Claw money. I make people change their minds. No matter how your day was, when you look at my art, it's going to make you feel a certain type of way. Or we'll go to a baseball game, and it'll be like, ah, you look like a monster, right? Like, ah, you know, it's cool. And I think that that's the cool thing, is that this stuff doesn't die. Welcome everyone, gather around. We're just about to get started. We're here at the Tops booth in Play Ball Park. Welcome to the Tops booth. We're here with none other than Chipper Jones. What is it like being here at the National? It's a huge convention. This is actually the first time I've actually come out on the floor. You don't realize how big it is. Pretty impressive. Describe Comic-Con. I mean, the show <laughs> is just massive. It's great, yeah. It's very crowded and actually enough people where there's still room to walk around, you know, given the way things are nowadays. 
Complex Con. Yeah! Alright, we just made it in. I'm excited to see it. Come experience it with me. Beyond's gonna open the car. Oh! A Jai Smith car, this stuff like four mil. Something like that, you know, something crazy. You don't realize how tired your hand gets from signing the cars, and I was just so excited that I didn't feel any pain at all. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Rippin' Packs. We are here with Cal Ripken Jr., Mariano Rivera, Spencer Torkelson, Frank Thomas, Wade Boggs. We're here with Derek Jeter. I felt was all eyes are on you. I always said playing in New York was like being on a Broadway stage and the most eyes were on you in the postseason. After a year of not being able to host Tops events, it's been super excited to be able to host our Celebration of the Decades. It's been super exciting to bring in our consumers and our fans of Tops Baseball have fun games, good food, awesome talent, and celebrate our baseball cards. So stay tuned for more in 2022. Well, that's what we're going to talk about now. What's coming up in 2022. So this again came from the tops conference. Uh, I wanted to just share my first picture. We're going to do a little slideshow. I always wanted to be that old dad or uncle with the slideshow. It's on screen and, for uh, you now. Now I've got an assistant helping me too. Thank you, James. Oh, but now it's full screen in your Skype window, right? That's yeah, that's fine. I I, I can I'm watching the Twitch too, so I can see the chat a little bit. So oh, okay, well, yeah. Then so I'm that's just do that. that's where I flew out of. I flew out of Burbank, uh, which is airport. such a lo lovely airport. Yep. Um, I took the words right out of my mouth. You know those mountains yeah. in the background? I like hiking over there. Yeah, let's so, canyon. If you're ever here. Hit up James, and maybe he'll take you hiking up in the uh, Burbank Mountains. It's a nice little hike. Beautiful. So uh, that's just to set the mood. Now we're traveling. We're going to Arizona. And the very first thing, um, first off, Sunday night, there was a little welcome party, which was pretty cool. That's where we got the um, Julio Rodriguez. Oh, it's full screen. They can't see my it camera. It is full screen, yeah. Okay. Um, so Monday night, there was a welcome party. Julio Rodriguez was there. Um, we're given some some bonus Here. giveaways. Now, now it looks like hobby happenings. So oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. So that's where I got this. I was also able to get a picture taken with him, which I got to keep. You guys get the, um, the autograph. I get the memories. And then Monday morning, very first thing was a discussion, uh, or presentation rather, um, though there was questions at the end with, these two, who if you don't know, one of them is David Leaner, president of Tops, and the other one is Josh Luber, who is the head of trading cards for Fanatics. So those two have a little bit of stuff in common and stuff to work out, right? Um, so they were talking about uh, what the plans were. And again, go to GoGTS Live for even more updates because we just don't have time. It was an entire hour with them. They took questions from the audience. Um, I tried to tweet as many of them as I could or as were relevant. Every once in a while, you got somebody up there that, you know, just had to hammer home a redemption question. And even, you know, Josh Luber himself said, like, 
I can't do anything about your redemptions, like, you know, your past ones. Um, but I do know that's always a hot point. So I just want to reiterate something that happened during three different presentations, including this one. Everybody at top says constantly, every discussion, redemptions come up. We don't want redemptions in products. We want the actual signed cards. Um, and it's just a little reminder, especially because I know a lot of times y'all get angry. A lot of times y'all jump on during these events and you start saying, well, what about this? What about this? Paps Beer 8 right now is asking me, we want our redemptions. I know, Brad, I know. Just keep in mind, a little kindness goes a long ways. Just yelling at somebody doesn't always get the job done. And this was not even brought up at the conference. This is just Ivan speaking. I've seen a couple of incredible stories of tops since the Fanatics takeover making a way to find redemptions. Um, I saw them fulfill both an old, old, old Ronda Rousey redemption. And remember that she's not even in their realm anymore. And a Shoei Otani expired orange Bowman Chrome redemption from 2018, which is worth about $25,000. Wow. So keep in mind, they're working on it. And they did it did come up. So I don't want to share their joke in a way that paints them in a bad light. But what they did talk about mostly was how Fanatics thinks they can change the industry without necessarily changing the industry. Like cards are still cards. Consumers still want to rip packs. Breakers are still an important part of helping consumers rip packs. Hobby shops are still an important part. Keep in mind, this is a hobby shop and breaker focused event. Most of the attendees, the roughly 200, 220 attendees own a hobby shop or own a breaking business. So it was very focused on their concerns. And what I kept hearing from Josh was Fanatics cares about data and tracking and demographics and using that to build better products and build proper print runs and forecast properly and remove some of the volatility that the manufacturers and the breakers and the hobby shop owners all see by having better numbers. So one of the big things that they talked about in this presentation was in the next month, they said they're going to be rolling out a hobby shop program in order to get a product from tops as a hobby shop, um, an enhanced program. And they reiterated a couple different times in this presentation and in other ones to come there, the importance of data and getting feedback from their shops when it comes to what types of people are coming in, what are they buying, you know, what all of that data that can help them make better product um, is really an important part of it for them. So I say that because if there's any hobby shop owners that are listening, this is like a free tip. This is how you get that, that ability is you say, look, I'm not just boxes of commons and selling them and cash transactions. I'm tracking my data. I'm getting my customers to scan a QR code and, you know, share information so I can survey them or I'm, I'm at least tracking what goes out and what demographic is buying it. And I'm prepared to sift through that data because if you know fanatics, that's how they got as big as they did. It's, they know what kind of consumers come to their website. They shared that 90 million unique sports fans purchased sports items from fanatics last year. 90 million unique sports fans. 
So how much of the hobby is still not in the hobby? How much of sports fandom is still not in the hobby? How much of the people that are gambling on the daily fantasy sites are not buying cards and could be buying cards? Um, one other anecdote that Luber shared, and sorry if I'm spending a lot of time on this, but it is Luber, right? It's the president of Tops, David Leaner. Like, these are the possible changes here. He shared he was at a uh, NBA game, and they've got a thing on the seats now where Luka Doncic hits a three-pointer, and you can bet from your seat is he going to hit another three-pointer? You know, you can change the over-under as it changes, is right there advertised to you to bet in-game. And he said, why is there not a pop-up that says, do you want to buy a Luka Doncic rookie card? You know, or the opportunity to buy a unique card from that game or that event. And having the data will allow things like that. Well, the flip side is having the data will allow them to do more types of things like, wow, San Antonio is an underserved market. Let's create a special basketball product that's only released in the San Antonio market, maybe at the stadium or maybe at hobby shops there and do things like that that are more unique because we know there's a demand for them instead of just flying by the seat of our pants as we are right now. That's me, not them saying that, but instead of just flying by the seat of our pants and making print runs that we think are good, we'll know what the market can bear. So he kept saying, I want as many hobby shops as the market can bear. I want as many breakers as the market can bear. I don't want to get rid of them and I don't want more than the market can bear. We got to find that balance and data is how we find that balance. So, um, can I interrupt you one quick second, Ivan? Yeah. Uh, I, th I'm pretty sure Rob went through your timeline, the GTS Live timeline, and kind of disseminated all the information from all everything you attended into a really great post. And when I have... So we've got an article somewhere. Yeah, there is an article. When I There's have the link. capability, I will grab that link. I'll throw it in the Twitch chat. Uh, I just can't right now because I've got the slideshow. But look at Rob, what a smart guy! It's, it's good. I skimmed it. It's very yeah. long, and it's yeah. so he he did his uh, great job. Yep. So uh, let's click through. Let's see what the next picture is because I spent like ten minutes on that one picture. Um, oh, so then there was there was a fun presentation from Overtime Elite, which is a basketball academy that's looking to create an alternative to the university space. Um, and not just to the university space, I should say, to the AAU space as well, so that players can actually come and get not only paid to play at a younger age, but can also get the support they need to build careers and take advantage of the Overtime Elite Network, which as you see right there has 65 million fans and followers, 2 billion monthly views on their media channels. So Overtime Elite is a basketball academy. We've already seen some cards um, in the Bowman Next line from that. They did a pretty cool presentation. Um, Mr. David JB says the overtime business model didn't make sense to me. Drop in there more of what you mean by business model didn't make sense, and I'll answer it later if I can. Um, what's next, James? Hey! There's me meeting up with a shop owner. Uh, that's uh, at Card Pavilion on Twitter. Uh, he owns a shop in Santa Ana. But again, that just uh, that was around uh, breakfast on the first day. Just a reminder that that's who the event is really for: is the shop owners um, and the breakers. Um, after that, we had uh, some presentations from MLS, the actual licensee, 
we had a presentation from the F1 licensee. It was kind of interesting to me. I wanted them to talk more about the cards, and they talked a lot more about um, the sport. But I recognize that that's because a lot of the people I talk to are really entrenched with the cards and the sport. You know, you've got hobby shop owners from all over the country here, some of whom are flagship owners, you know, flagship stores. That's all they do is flagship. Some of them are football stores. Some of them are just basketball stores. So part of it was talking about, you know, how these sports are expanding and why they're important. And then this presentation in the afternoon was on what's known as DEIB, diversity, um, equity, inclusion, and belonging. And I actually shared a lot of the tweets from this um, mainly for two reasons. First off, it was incredibly well done. Julie Devlin, she works in HR full-time. She's a full-time HR consultant at a really huge HR firm. And so she knows how to talk to people. And she does it in a way that is not telling everybody how wrong they are. That is not what DEIB is about. It's not about how wrong you are. It's about creating a better space for everyone, you know, a better space. Like how many of us want more people, more voices, more thoughts, more ideas in the hobby? And so she shared some of the experiences that um, women have experienced in the hobby, that uh, people of different sexual orientation have experienced in the hobby, that, you know, people with disabilities have experienced in the hobby. Um, one slide that I don't have the picture here, but it's on the timeline was about, um, you know, baby boomers are becoming an increasing part of the hobby as they retire and have time on their hands. Is your shop set up for them? Are they able to access cards easily, you know, or, or do they have to try to climb over things while they've got a cane and while they've got, you know, eyesight, whatever the issues may be. So it was a really great presentation though, because it was all about just remembering that it's not focusing on what we've done wrong or that any of us are wrong. It's just thinking, hey, can I make somebody feel more welcome if I make some small changes? You know, if I let people know that they're welcome in my store, will they feel safe and welcome there? Because a lot of people don't feel safe and they don't feel welcome in certain places when they walk in. Side note that I laughed a little bit about how many times, uh, James, has this ever happened to you at a show or at a shop? You walk in and you may look like the shop owner. Yeah. Your shop owner's still a grump and mean to you and not welcoming, right? Oh, sure. So I think it was a really good message um, because it was things we can do proactively to make sure that the growing number of women in the hobby feel welcomed uh, so that their voices can be added and their dollars can be added. She shared a lot of slides about how the bottom line constantly rises in DEI-focused small businesses. They show better bottom line. They show better profits. They show better success. Um, but then I think the message was important, too, because a lot of shop owners just need to be reminded for anybody that they're here to bring joy, right? Whether it's you, me, Julie, Suze, you know, anybody in the hobby. Let's make our shops places of joy. Um, so then this slide right here, uh, since there were so many baseball products talked about, um, this was the next morning. This was when they started the product breakdown. So I just wanted to show this slide to show you, you know, obviously they talked about Topps, Bowman, Topps, Chrome, baseball. Um, 
they also talked about a ton of other products. So the baseball presentation was probably about 15 minutes of, um, of the total hour and a half spent on the product release calendar. Uh, and then what's next, James? One more. I think it's the final Q&A. Yeah, so then, then um, this was Tuesday at around 10 o'clock. We got a panel now. And here we have Clay LaRashi, uh, David Leiner, Liner again in the in the middle, Kevin O'Neill, and Josh Luber again, and they were all up there, and it was just a hour and a half long Q and A, and so everything got asked from, um, you know, our district, you know, what, what's going on with prices, what's going on with print runs, uh, you know, what can I do as a hobby shop? There was a question about, well, hobby shops get a customer service dedicated line because they don't have anywhere to go to advocate for their clients. So again, redemptions. Nobody likes it. Nobody wants it. There's a lot of really good hobby shops out there that multiple shared stories during this time of being on the phone for three hours, three different days, trying to fight for their redemption for their client because it mattered that much. Um, you know, how frustrated their client is with, um, you know, a, a 2018 Shoei Otani rookie redemption that hasn't been fulfilled while 2021 has Otani autographs being pulled. So all the executives are hearing that first off. And the second part is remember if you have issues with that, that's what hobby shops can be used for is to help that. And tops is trying to set up uh, a program where there will be those customer service resources in place for the hobby shops and then for the breakers. Um, they also hinted at after the hobby shop program rollout, having a breaker program rollout with certain, again, criteria for being a breaker um, in that program. Again, I imagine it's data driven. They reiterated data so much, so many times um, during this. It was just pretty, pretty crazy how much they talked about it. Um, so those were some of the questions asked. Uh, let me just double check my notes real quick and see if there's something else I might be missing. Um, slideshow's off. I'm going to grab that, uh, article from, okay. From you're going to find that yeah, for him. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Luber brought back up the, um, stadium and game activation potential. Um, so let me see. Oh, there was one interesting thing, which was a hobby shop owner asked, do you see a future where hobby shops will all be franchised partially to reduce friction and competition? Because he said, you know, in my city in the 90s, there was 20 bad shops and three good shops and we all hated each other. And yeah, you know, so good on and so forth. Good shops hated the good shops? Well, all shops hated each other because they I were guess. in competition, right? Yeah. And Luber did say that's something we are, we are – that is not something we are actively talking about right now. And then reiterated, there's a vision around the partnership model. So it's not about franchising and controlling. It's about a partnership model. Um, and then follow that up with, we need data. Specifically said, we need data. Um, so I have to hit the timeline to find that article. It's okay. not easily findable from the main page. And another thing right? Who else wants to, we've all got complaints. Uh, some of the things, this one didn't get anywhere near the retweets it deserved, right? Someone asked about the redemption scratch offs, which lately have been not very good 
Like we've been seeing a lot of them. You scratch off the scratch off and you scratch off the code with it. Without hesitation, David Liner said, yeah, they're horrible. We're going to fix that. I've had to call into our customer service team. It's unacceptable and we're going to fix that. So just remember that when you feel angry about something else is they do work to fix things. Um, and I feel like especially with Fanatic's place in business, I felt encouraged by the fact that they, yes, they want to make money, but they also want to, you know, make good product. They, they understand that they can't bite the hand that feeds them. That was the big takeaway for me being there. So it's good to hear. And I'm, if I'm you want ha happy to hear that they're working to make products better and the experience better, right? Yeah. Yep. How is it different from a past? I guess you haven't been to the past, um, tops conferences, but you've been to an industry summit or two. You've been to a, a presentation. Mm -hmm. What makes it different? Um, besides fanatics being there. Well, I will say that there was a lot more access, like okay. a lot more relaxed um, atmosphere. And I think that that's because, you know, Tops knows that everybody there is dependent on them in a certain manner. Like people are going to air grievances, but nobody's there to play gotcha necessarily. Sure. Um, and I love actually Jason Rocco just said something in the chat, which is, you know, they work to fix things, but so many of these issues are preventable personally. So this is just personal and speculation. I feel like that's a huge part of Fanatics buying them. Is Fanatics saw a sports card industry that had a lot of things that in 2022 could be streamlined. They saw the power of data and felt like it wasn't being put to work properly in this particular segment. And they saw a vertical that they could bring to their 90 million customers and do really well. And so... I know. I mean, I've been collecting for a long time. I've been dealing with this for a long time. I've got grievance after grievance with Tops, going back to 2014 Bowman slash 2013 Bowman being released later in 2014. Oh, we remember. Yeah. So we I may be biting. Tweets. I may be eating crow, James. In three years, remember this, y'all on the show. Yep. Keep keep me to this. But I feel like a big part of the Fanatics takeover is, yeah, let's erase some of those things because those things stand in the way of making more money. So whatever the motivation is, like, I feel like there's a big chance that we do see some of these things getting fixed by a company that, you know, ideally in the near future will be beholden to shareholders and, um, and collectors alike and understand the relationship between the two that upset collectors will be will be pretty done with them pretty fast so now one more question mm -hmm. comes courtesy of panther rob thank you for the subscription panther rob and i i wanted to know this as well and i know i brought this up to you before you left <laughs> how are the food and drinks the most important question uh they were fantastic um Good to hear it, they did it a little different because of covid um, where there was like breakfast and lunch were actually in pre-packaged mm -hmm. containers. Yep. So you would go to the line and you would pull the container with what you wanted and then go outside and eat it. So it didn't lend itself to pictures the same way as things have in the past. Yeah. Um, a nice big buffet spread. Yeah. Um, but they were really fantastic. The resort that we were at did a great job with that. And then Monday night they took us to Top Golf. Oh, great. Oh, my goodness. Have you been? I've, I've been to the one in Las Vegas. Okay. Have you had the chicken? 
I d mm, I don't know if I ate. I think I just had drinks. Oh man, if I if I ever move somewhere that's near a Top Golf, you yeah. think I'm fat now? You'll, <laughs> You'll be getting the chicken every night. I'll be golfing and getting that chicken with the barbecue sauce on it every single night. It was so freaking good. Um, yeah, that was that was really really great. So, um, well, that's great, oh, Ivan. James, there's one other thing. I know we were supposed to have a short show tonight, but there's so much to talk about. Okay. Um, so I didn't watch Josh Luber's Instagram today, which was a mistake because he either. told us all to watch it. Does anybody? Did anybody watch it? We'll what see. did he post on Instagram today? Um, so I don't know if maybe he said this already, but I was able to, from a um, conversation with pretty much the guy who's helping them activate all of that stuff together. Um, I don't know. All he posted on Instagram today says, hack the planet. Was he live? What mm -hmm. is it? Stories? Hack the planet. What is he talking about here? Sorry, I'm watching it live. Isn't this? Oh, boy. This is, we're going hackers. down a, a road here. Okay, so, good. So he didn't say it. So I had a question, which okay. is, fanatics, what are they known for, James? So in jerseys yeah. and other sports stuff online. In sports, right? Mm-hmm. What does top sell? Baseball cards and candy. Baseball cards? Oh, sports card, trading card collectibles and candy. Sports and entertainment cards, right? Mm -hmm. In fact, we've got a giveaway. I don't know if you saw they this. They still the sell Twitter. candy and bazooka gum and uh, other uh, They candy do. Things. Those divisions were not acquired. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, one, we're get, we've got two bonus giveaways, by the way. I don't know if you saw because the tweet went out in the middle of the show because we're too busy to multitask and stop and do it. Yeah, no. We are also giving away from Tops a box of WWE Heritage and a box of Star Wars Signature Series. So if you haven't already, go on Twitter. Fantastic. Retweet. And those um, will come from Rob. Rob got those and he'll send those out, whereas you'll be sending out the uh, the Tops promo cards. Exactly. Um, but Star Wars, where do you go to? Well, there's no fanatic Star Wars, right? What about all the other entertainment properties that no, we expect I, them to go You know, after? I've been going through... Um, I'm wearing a Timberwolves shirt right now. Uh, they're, they're playing really well, actually. And so I've been looking for Timberwolves gear online, and I have noticed a number of Timberwolves Star Wars crossover merch on their website. Now, I don't know if they have that on Fanatics, and I don't know what that means. They obviously don't, they don't have a Star Wars license, do they, or anything like that. But I have seen that crossover into sports. And, and a lot of teams, they do like a Star Wars night. It's very popular in baseball, well, yeah. popular in basketball. But, but I'm saying if you go to PSG store, Paris Saint-Germain, a soccer team, that's right. a Fanatics experience. If you go to MLBshop.com, that's a Fanatics experience. NBAstore.com, a Fanatics experience. If you go to StarWars.com, it's StarWars.com, right? Yeah. So they haven't talked about plans or anything for what their Star Wars brand is. Well, I was able to talk to them, and they are launching within the next week, probably, fanatics an actual or entertainment tops. fanatics okay. entertainment site slash hub that will then serve to be the landing place for a lot of those products. And the gentleman that I spoke entertainment to Entertainment IP is, products like Star Wars, Harry Potter, the popular yep. stuff or... Okay, cool. Well, because remember they did like the Little Wayne set, right? 
Yeah. They've dabbled in music. They've got Elvis, uh, a year-long Elvis set right now that's releasing mm-hmm. two cards a week. That's right. Um, and I can personally vouch the gentleman who's heading that up, his name is Jeff Gordon, um, just in personal conversation with him, uh, he knows cards, he knows entertainment cards. He, uh, he, we talked about, he knows about the Meghan Markle card in Fringe Series 3. You know, he knows about he knows obscure. About it. Cool. Well, I, sorry, Jeff, he owns it. <laughs> he owns it. Okay. Yep. Yeah. He's got one. Yeah. But he's, he's actively an entertainment collector as well. And so that was just like, wow, okay, this is awesome because nobody's really talking about it. There's so much about baseball and then NFL and basketball that's up in the air. So I had to, at least in a one-on-one conversation, get some digs on that. And yes, it is a part of what they're doing and a big part of working it into fanatics. So, and so will there be, are they exploring more entertainment properties beyond star Wars? Uh, I believe they will be. Okay. I think that it's too soon though to really yeah, yeah. jump into that. Like they're they're still working on getting the two brands together. Yeah. You know that that did come up quite a few times in questions that were asked. Is like, well, that's we aren't there yet. Because my next question was, together. when are we getting a Yellow Jackets trading card set? Yeah. Well, I'd like to see one thing that I I do think we can. S- plan on is some sort of system working with the recording industry to create a regular type recording set so that artists will want to be in it. Because one of the difficulties with signing up recording artists is so many of them have different contracts. And so you have to almost like have a different contract with everybody. And if you can standardize that process, then you can have a general product that you can count on getting you know, maybe it's only 60 or 70% of artists, but at least you can sort of count on that. Mm-hmm. So that'd be interesting to see for sure. And God bless you, James. I saw that sneeze. Did you hear it though? No, I did not. You, I had that you were... mic muted. Yep. What a pro. Mm-hmm. What a pro. Yeah. Great. So, so you've talked about, we're looking at the show notes now. We're, we're wrapping up your thing. You've got the industry summit or the industry conference giveaways, the four mm-hmm. cards two boxes that'll come from Rob. Can can we you want to tell the viewers how they can enter to possibly win those cards while I set up hobby happenings? Yep. And so this is the last time we're going to tell you. It's going to be your last chance. Go to twitter.com/gogtslive. Check out the tweets. Uh, one of them was just tweeted a few minutes ago like 20 minutes ago. One of them was tweeted at the top of the hour for the show, and one of them is our pinned tweet. Make sure you retweet those. Make sure that you are following, because when we do the the program that pulls the winners, we check mark must be following, and then you must be watching at the end of the show when we announce the winners in order to claim your prize and have it not go back into the prize pool for another week. We're ready. All right. I'll be happening is on the screen. Do you need to see it? No. Okay. Head, right. hit, hit it up. Give us an intro. Here's a look at this week's hobby happenings. Beckett announced plans for a multi-year strategic growth initiative, which are being finalized to optimize the company's business services, including their internal operating and cost structures. Jeremy Murray, president of Beckett Collectibles, said, quote, As part of our strategic growth initiative, we are relocating our corporate headquarters within Dallas 
tripling our current size with the intent to increase efficiency, advance innovation, and maximize teamwork. As an iconic hobby brand, our corporate growth initiative is our commitment to proactive, visionary leadership in the collectibles industry. In addition, a few updates concerning Beckett grading include the customer backlog is expected to be completed by the end of May 2022, and BGS will be opening its standard grading service for the public. Uh, Quantities will be limited and run on a first-come, first-served basis. Customers must use the online submission form to submit under the standard service level. Turnaround times for orders will be 30 to 45 business days. James, I'm going to just jump in real quick, and we were talking about data previously, and while we were hammering that home, remember, part of that is even just two years ago, there were still paper submissions being made for grading. You know, requiring an online submission form was staggering in the industry two years ago. So how far we've come and how far we've yet to go. In auction news, one of the earliest pair of game-worn Air Jordan 1s set a sneaker record selling this past week through Heritage Auctions for 67, sorry, $675,000. They have been definitively photo-matched to an April 1st, 1986 game at Mecca Arena in Milwaukee, where his airness, still nursing a broken foot suffered in late October that season, came off the bench to score 28 points in 26 minutes of play to lead all bowls in that game. Incredible. Well, look who's back. Back again. This week, Collectible announced they have hired Joe Orlando, former head of PSA and Collectors Universe, as a new executive to oversee operations. CEO Ezra Levine, who will be our guest next week, said... Joe is renowned and respected throughout the collectibles industry. He has taught me a lot over the years, and I am confident that he is going to be able to do the same for collectible users and collectors all over the world. Joe's knowledge and experience will put collectible in a position to marry the traditional model of collecting with our innovative approach, an important bridge to bring the industry to the next level. With Joe on board, Collectible will expand our product offerings and educational and content initiatives as we seek to deliver a top-notch experience for both buyers and sellers on our leading platform. Will, if you're sick of all of this modern card talk, print runs, etc., etc., this week, Sports Collectors Daily did a great job detailing a crazy Honus Wagner card story few highlights from that are it was once owned by Charlie Sheen, then stolen from its display inside a New York restaurant by workers, triggering an FBI investigation. Now one of the hobby's most famous copies of the rare T206 Honus Wagner card is coming back on the auction block for the first time in nine years. Mile High Card Company will offer what's known as the All-Star Cafe Wagner, in its next catalog auction, set to open Thursday, March 10th, it's expected to sell for a seven-figure price tag. The story goes Sheen had loaned some of his prized possessions to the high-profile, celebrity-frequented restaurant, which were displayed under plexiglass in the Sheen Room near the bar. The Wagner was among those possessions. 
One night in 1998, the restaurant's executive chef and maintenance manager hypothesized over a few drinks, what if we just took the card and sold it? Mm. Odd as it may seem, especially today, this was 1998. The cafe had no security, no cameras, and no alarms. The plexiglass case that housed the card wasn't even locked. A nephew of one of the men, having overheard the conversation, suggested replacing it with a fake and created a duplicate Wagner card using a photocopy and a cardboard mount. The switch was made. Thousands of patrons came to the business to dine and view the rare piece over the next few weeks, and no one noticed. While the plan was working, the card had yet to be sold. The nephew then approached prominent sports card dealer Alan Mr. Mint Rosen in New Jersey with a dubious story about finding the card in his grandfather's closet. Sheen had acquired the card at auction for $200,000. According to Mile High Card Company, Rosen got duped out of $18,000 for it. So, one more reason why fingerprinting in the hobby is important in 2022. You'd think the hobby tale could end here, but it doesn't. So for more details on this crazy story that just keeps going on, be sure to read the full article on Sports Collectors Daily. And trust me, we only scratched the surface on this one. That's wild. I'm going to read that. Then there was this nugget, dropped by Sportico yesterday. It seems after its latest funding round, Fanatics is now valued at $27 billion. That's right billion dollars and now my face isn't on the screen so you're gonna have to do the jaw drop ivan ah and that's a look at this week's hobby happenings short but sweet some good stories yeah uh i I mean i already so i shared in both of our chats youtube and um, twitch the link to that so make sure that you open that up and have it ready for when the show's over so you can finish reading i did Uh, so that's pretty awesome Wow. Also, I'm checking out the numbers. Huge viewership tonight. Thank you, everybody who's in in here watching. Um, So we're going to do one more uh, card news segment. Then we're going to share a video with you while we get the winners polled for those giveaways. Um, So don't go anywhere. Uh, James, do you have the poll up up and ready to go? So we got it there. Uh, Cosmic Chrome up over 42.6%. Wow. Uh, so we clearly, my soccer crew is not watching tonight, is letting this slide away. Bowman U21 is going pretty low. Flip side, though, it's not a terribly lopsided poll. Like, nobody's in single digits. No. There's, there's hype for everything here. I who like was it. that last year that or last week that was in single digits that we thought would be more popular? Oh, Do you that, remember that last week's terrible poll? Terrible basketball poll, yeah. I, uh yeah. Uh, scrubbed it from my memory. Oh, was it was it Jordan and everybody else? Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. So, um, on the shop's ready though. So, awesome. Give us an intro. Whoops, that's not the article. That's uh, Ivan's. Uh, that's the article on GTS.net uh, with the key takeaways. And look, I'm scrolling through it, folks. You can see. Are you, are you on my Very page? Long. You're on you're on your page. Okay. So I'm on, you can't see it. Do you need to see yeah, it? Yeah. No, I can't see it right now. Okay. Um, I'll which give it is to fine. You. Um, no, it's not, it's not on you. It's just what I had open. There you go. Uh, oh yeah, there we go. See, look at all that information. But here's supposed to be a look at what's hot in the shop. 
Give me a better intro than that. <laughs> Let's take a look at what's hot in the shop this week. First off, after some delays, we're excited to announce 2021-22 Upper Deck NHL Series 1 hockey cards will be hot in the shop. Each box is going to deliver six Young Guns rookie cards, as well as six inserts, four Upper Deck Canvas cards, Upper Deck Portraits, Honor Roll, and one Dazzler's Blue card in every box. There are 49 Young Guns this year on the checklist of the 250-card set. Also remember, highly sought-after exclusives, high-gloss, and clear-cut parallels, the clear-cut parallels being a hobby exclusive, um, insert ratios are average of the entire production run on this. Lots of good stuff and lots of great rookies to chase. There's also some new content, Electromagnetic and Hundo P insert sets. Uh, Hundo P features players that are known for their hustle. Both of the sets feature regular and rare gold parallels. There is Daylight Nightlight, super rare, distinctively designed insert cards that are sure to be a hit. Hold one in your hands day or night and you'll see what we mean so if you pull one of those this week make sure you tweet it and tag us we want to see see that and we want to see it at night there's also yeah. um the upper deck game jersey set which will do the trick keep the eye out for game worn patch and 25th anniversary patch parallels and printing plates so very excited to have some upper deck hockey to celebrate the rookies some young guns and some good stuff to chase with upper deck this week also in stores and with breakers everywhere, you've got 2022 TriStar HT Auto Baseballs celebrating Atlanta's World Series Championship. Each box, del box delivers one guaranteed autographed baseball from the 2021 World Series Championship team or a historic Atlanta star or young Atlanta talent. There's only 100 total cases six boxes per case so that means 600 total boxes um with a checklist that includes freddie freeman jorge soler jock peterson dansby swanson uh historic atlanta stars such as hank aaron tom glavin chipper jones dave justice greg maddox dale murphy and more and young talent like william Contreras, braden shoemake and many more as well as a grand treasure multi-signed baseball of the World Series champs, including Freddie Freeman, Dansby Swanson, Jock Peterson, Austin Riley, Jorge Soler, and more. Coach There's Brian also... Snicker. Sorry. The All coach good. signed some balls. All good. I didn't know he was the coach, so I appreciate the uh, the input there. Mm -hmm. uh, who's chasing coach balls, though? That's a cool, that's a cool collection. I'd love to that's see true. a collection of I coach mean, signed balls. I have a uh, Don Zimmer autograph from the 1989 Here Cubs, which is one of my prized, prized possessions. But, but, well, I don't want to judge Brian Snicker, but he's no Don Zimmer. There's not. also memorabilia chases, including a Ronald Acuna Jr. autographed jersey, Hank Aaron autographed and encased baseball card, Hank Aaron autographed bat, and a Tom Glavin autographed and inscribed Chicks Dig the Long Ball bat. So some cool stuff for Atlanta collectors there. And then finally, the last item hot in the shop this week is the 2022 Flex NBA Collectible Trading Tile Game Series 2. So we first highlighted these at the Industry Summit last fall. 
Series 1 came out recently, and now we've got Series 2 of this combination collectible and online game where you acquire trading tiles, you upload them to your game, and then you can compete with your assembled team of the rarest all-star, NBA, rising star, rookies on your flexagons. And this is going to be the first mint flexagons for 30 NBA rookies. So... Series 2 has rookies. Check that out. Get more details at GoGTS.net and ask your hobby shop for them. If you're a basketball fan or if you've got kids that like to play online games, again, this operates kind of like uh, Skylanders where you scan them in and then you can play the game online. Very cool. And that's a look at what's hot in the shop. Fantastic. All right. All right. I am going through the tweets now to get back all the way to that Tatis one for our first drawing. But while I do that, we've got a pretty cool video tonight. A little video segment here from Tops featuring brand stories. So part two from last week. Yeah, part two from last week. People last week really enjoyed it. Well, here's more brand stories from Tops. Could you are rolling? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, you can start now. Hi, I'm Kyle Maslin. I was the editor for 2021 and 2022 Series 1, and I'm now an assistant brand manager here at Tops. Series 1 and anything within our flagship product, images are of prime importance just because the product's going to be seen everywhere. You know, if it's in Series 1, it's probably an opening day. It's going to be in Tops Chrome. It's going to be in Topps Come Sapphire. It's going to be in Topps Holiday, you know, 10 months from now. As well as if the player becomes a superstar, their Topps card, especially their rookie card, is really going to become iconic. You know, in 2022 Series 1, Wander Franco is the rookie card. And every collector who loves Franco and loves baseball will be happy to own the Wander Franco Topps flagship rookie card. Franco was a unique timeline. That was our card to debut this year's flagship design. Basically, the day after his debut, we wanted to show what his card would look like. Sometimes, depending on the player's health and availability, you might have months of images to work with. With Franco, we had one game. And in that one game, he happened to be electric. He had a home run in that first game. I believe it was the second at bat. He had the home run over left field fence. And he had an iconic shot when he was running down the first baseline, looking at the dugout and pounding his chest and just the emotion and joy that he had just screamed, this is who this player is, and there's nothing better to capture in a rookie card and a flagship card than the essence of a player and the essence of the sport. So as soon as I saw it, it really just screamed, this is the shot for the Wander Franco card. 2021 obviously captured a very unique state of sports, you know, with no fans in the stands. One of the great days, I think, from our end was seeing fans back in the stands this season. And, you know, it brings extra life to the images. So that, I think, makes the imagery looking just extra special. Additionally, you know, just always better to embrace achievements and milestones with other people in person. And being able to be with people here at Tops and at home and being able to open that product with them. Um, we're to make sure that flagship is continually evolving and that our flagship product maintains representative of baseball and is the best version of Topps Baseball.
My name is Colin Butler, and I'm the assistant brand manager on Top Series One Baseball. First of all, it's just exciting to see the team back together. We've uh, all been remote for so long, and to be in person, actually seeing the product live, opening the packs, and that's what cards is. It's physical, it's tactile, like you want to show off the cards, you want to open the packs with your friends. It's kind of a, a feeling that can't be beat unless you're in person and sharing the moment with your friends and fellow collectors as well. Absolutely psyched, uh, excited to see Ryan Sandberg. We have a big element in the product, it's the 1987 throwback set. I know Cubs fans will be psyched. Someone who's been around the game that has that perspective. And I think it's gonna be great. I mean, collectors, fans, you know, everyone that comes tonight was just gonna be psyched to open the product. You know, it's a full year in the making. As soon as Series 1's released, we're already starting to kind of get the plans in motion for the next year. And when I think about the release date finally coming, I just think about how many groups all come together to make the product and to finally get it ready to street and out the door. And from my point of view, it's just to put the best checklist out there and then to see it all come together and to open the packs and get that rush and get that excitement. That's everything. It just really sets the tone, which is pretty exciting. The base set will include uh, some veterans like Shohei Otani, Ronald Acuna Jr., Aaron Judge, Xander Bogarts, Mookie Betts, Jacob deGrom, and uh, Clayton Kershaw. Notable rookies in the Series 1 base include, obviously, Wander Franco, Jaron Duran, Brandon Marsh, Vidal Brujan, Luis Gill, Reed Detmers, and Matt Manning. Collectors can find autographs and or game-used memorabilia cards from players like Otani, Devers, Vlad Guerrero Jr., Mike Trout, Fernando Tatis Jr., Juan Soto, and Freddie Freeman. Rookies include Franco, Duran, Marsh, Gill, and Detmers and some retired greats who will be in these auto or memorabilia cards uh, include Johnny Bench, Derek Jeter, Ricky Henderson, and Frank Thomas. All right, awesome. Thank you, Tops. Lots of cool stories in there. And uh, now it's time to give away some Tops products. How excited are you, James? Very right. excited. How excited are you in the chats? Let me see They're some pumped. of your excitement, too. You They're should have pumped. seen them as we were headed to the video. Everybody's wishing each other good luck. A lot of good camaraderie and uh, positive vibes. So, Awesome. Let's do it. Well, you know what, James? 
since you told me that there were positive vibes in there, I'm going to throw in a bonus. Oh, wonderful. We didn't even announce it. But hey, we've got a oh. dual signed Edgar Martinez, Julio Rodriguez. So instead of six prizes tonight, we're going to have Ooh. seven. I was able to get this on the last morning. Was Scooped saving it. it here to surprise people with tonight. But you know. That's a super surprise. I didn't I don't even know about to, it. I don't get to keep the stuff. Yeah, so it was cool. They they put all these together. They these these two guys individually and then gave us this on the uh, morning of the last day. So pretty cool. So I actually drew an extra winner for that. Thank you all for being so positive and having such a fun time tonight. Uh, hope you appreciated the information. But hey, there's one more thing. We're about to announce the winners. But remember, we want to reward you for sticking with us through this show. So in order to get your prize, you have to claim it. If you don't claim it, which means it was somebody just retweeting to win that doesn't actually tune in for the show, it goes back in the prize pool for all of you who watch next week. So make sure you tune in at the beginning of next week's show as well to see what's in the prize pool. That said, I hope all seven of these people are here, and the way that they're going to claim it is emailing us, gogtslive at gogts.net. It's the name of the show at the name of the website, gogts.net, where you can get all your product information, columns on collecting, stories, interviews, things of that nature. Email us your name, your mailing address, what you won, and your Twitter handle so that I or Rob or whoever ships can get it all lined up and shipped out to you promptly. All right? Yeah, I see that in the chat that they're getting pumped even more now. Oh, Rob's Rob's getting pumped. <laughs> Rob didn't even know I had a surprise giveaway. Hey, Rob, thanks for tuning in. Uh, hope that you're you must you be in the fun. YouTube chat. He is in the YouTube in chat. The YouTube That's what chat. I have pulled okay, up here. Great, love it. So um, probably, I think he's supposed to be watching his his daughter win he state champions or something. He and, can multitask. No, I know. I'm I'm here for it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, Rob, I learned from you. I was like, I gotta I gotta hold one back in order to surprise him. So. That said, who's going to be the first to claim? Well, first off, we've got two sealed boxes from Tops. The first one, I don't have a picture of it here. You'll have to use your imagination, but a Heritage WWE box. That's going to Twitter user Grammy2601. Congratulations, Twitter user Grammy2601. You win the Heritage WWE box. And then next up, the Star Wars Signature Series box. That's going to Touchdown 1982. You just won an autographed Star Wars card in that Star Wars Signature Series box. Very Touchdown cool. 1982. Super awesome. Thank you, Tops, for supplying us with some extra boxes on top of all the goodies from the conference. All right, now let's get to the conference goodies, starting off with the Lando Calrissian Auto. It's a little hard. I'm, I, I get it now, Rob. Where's that photo from? Where's that photo from? It's from Empire. That's you you Empire wore the blue in Empire. That's yeah. okay. Yep. Uh, so that is going to Kid Mikey 1. Congratulations, Kid Mikey 1. Great you card. won the Lando Calrissian Auto. Next up, we've got the Edgar Martinez on card auto. Man, so good they named a street after him. Yep. Uh, I swear that this guy could take me in a fight today. He, he had a strong handshake. Uh, that's going to Nate Dog 5075. Congratulations, Nate Dog 5075. 
And then next up, we've got the Julio Rodriguez on card 1987 design prospect auto. Cool. That's going to J Conky T J Conk J Conky T J K O N C K I T J Conkit. That's Conkit. what I'm just going to say. Yep. J Conkit mm-hmm. with a lot that of, works. a lot of conk in there. Um, all right. And then I'm going to save the Fernando Tatis auto for last. So I'm going to do our little yeah. bonus dual auto here. The dual auto of Julio Rodriguez and Edgar Martinez is going to Wayne Ayers. Congratulations, Wayne. Wayne Ayers. I don't think you've won on the show before, so that's fun to see since I know that you Ooh. watch quite a bit. So awesome. Wayne Ayers. And then finally, the biggie, the Fernando Tatis Jr. numbered to just five autograph from the Tops Industry Conference is going to Big Mike H. 33 big Mike H 33 congratulations you won the Fernando Tatis jr number to just five beautiful awesome this one this one was it's hard to give away but it's a nice one them's the rules them's the rules so thank you everybody for tuning in tonight James yes I work Hey, thanks. Great work on your end too. And let's let's thank Rob for he put together show notes for us. Mm-hmm. He wrote hobby happenings. Yep. He uh, gathered threw two boxes in. Threw two boxes <laughs> in the videos that you saw. He took care of those. Got those together for us. So yeah. he may not so. be on the show, but he was pulling the strings behind the scenes. Absolutely. So thank you, thank Rob, you, for Rob. that. Yes. Thank you, Tops. Uh, everybody at Tops for the great giveaways. Thank you for feeding me for the last two days. Um, thank you, GTS, for allowing me to go. Uh, and thank you to all of you, our viewers, who make this all happen every single week. You know, I've, gosh, bigger numbers right now than than halfway through the show. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back next week, as you heard, with Ezra Levine of Collectible talking about the changes and updates that they're making and what they're seeing in the card market. And my co-host, Rob Bertrand, will be back with us then, too. For him and for James Gale, our producer slash co-host, always a pleasure, James. It sure is. Awesome. We will see all of you next week. Bye, everybody.